health and fitness has always been um, number one pretty much until nursing came into play. Uh, my husband and I actually met at a bodybuilding show. I used to compete in bodybuilding. This is Brooke Smith, and on behalf of MDF Instruments, I would like to introduce you to Stacey Bianchi. Hi, everyone. Um, hi, Stacey. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Of so course. we really want to get to know you a little bit, um, and I just wanted to kind of find out um, what, what, what schooling has been like for you. I know that you just took the NCLEX and passed, and we're so excited for you. Thank so talk you. a little bit about that journey and what that was like preparing for that. Oh my goodness. Well, nursing school, anybody who's been through it can tell you it is a journey and it will test you uh, like you've never been tested before. Um, but, you know, I didn't have the more traditional journey like everybody else. Um, I did get pregnant throughout the nursing program, so I had to take like a little semester off. Um, and you know, there's been, there's bumps in the roads. Like it's not so smooth sailing. Like everybody thinks nursing school is like really difficult, but you know, I didn't give up. So it took me a little bit longer than most, but I made it through my program and, um, I just graduated in May, 2020 and I just took my NCLEX on Monday and received a passing grade the next day. So I guess I'm officially a registered nurse. Um, so yeah, of course, it's been an experience. I mean, I never thought that I would be tested to those limits ever. And um, I'm just really proud that I made it on the other side. I, I really am. It's, it's, it was an experience, that's for sure. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So you, you are going to school and becoming a mom. Um, so that is a lot of challenges, juggling school and motherhood. Yeah. Is that your first child? No, or? my second, actually. Okay. So I started nursing school with a two-year-old, and then, uh, to my surprise, we had number two right in the middle of my program, actually. <laughs> so. so that just shows that, like, you can, if you're determined and have a good support system, you can really get through anything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely anything. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, I want to say congratulations on passing your NCLEX and becoming an RN because that's a huge accomplishment. We're so proud of you, and I know that that's not an easy thing to do. Um, so I am so happy for you, and I want to say congratulations. Thank you so much. It still doesn't feel real. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm still dreaming. <laughs> it's been such a long time coming. Yeah, I bet. So how long were you um, in school, like in and out, to, to get so um, my program, I did an ASN program. So that's an associate's degree um, in science and nursing. Uh, I went that route because I am a mom. So I wanted to be able to start working as soon as I can. So a traditional like bachelor's program would be four years where an ASN is like 18 months to two years, depending on what program. Um, so because of, you know, the non-traditional route that I took, I took a little over two years. So like I said, generally it's 18 months to two years. And I was like just a little over two years. And then if you count now, it's been about two and a half years uh, up to the date that I took my NCLEX. So a little bit longer than most, but that was okay. <laughs> but still very fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very fast. So that's actually why I chose that route. Um, it's really important when you're like deciding to go into nursing to, you know, see what you can and can't put forth because it's, detrimental to your success. You know, you want to go into a program where you know that you're going to be successful. So um, obviously I have a family and I have a very hardworking husband, but 
um, I couldn't be out of work for that long. So I went with the ASN program. So that's why I chose that one. Oh, that's great. That's great to know. And so you, I guess, were graduating during all the COVID. Oh my goodness. Yes. So did you not have a graduation or how did that? I I did not. So, um, I had a, my original graduation date was actually, um, 2019, May 2019. So I was like a little bit, uh, a year um, with the breaks and everything that I was taking. So, you know, I was all set up with graduation and everything. And of course it's frustrating, you know, having to watch everyone graduate and you kind of like hold back a little bit, even though I had great reasons for it. Um, And then when it came time, this whole COVID thing hit. So, I mean, it had been such a long time coming. So like actually graduation was what was keeping me going because you know having a family and my husband and everything I wanted them to experience that with me so it was something that I was looking forward to so much and then it you know it didn't happen so they did kind of like um a little drive-by type of graduation thing but honestly there wasn't that many people there with reason you know people were scared and May is kind of like right when it was like really in the hot spot and the unknown um so yeah, I mean, I took some pictures with my, my children and everything in my all white, but that's about it. I didn't get the traditional graduation that everyone else gets, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that has, that has to be hard because it is such a huge, huge accomplishment. And, um, but it's great that you were able to still take those gorgeous pictures that you'll have forever and have those memories with your family. Um, I know that that has to be a bummer, though, that you didn't get to do that um, the actual graduation walk and all of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the, the the hardest part was the pinning ceremony. It's such a traditional experience for a nurse. So like, it wasn't so much the graduation um, than that, but actually my husband organized this little like uh, pinning ceremony. He like looked up the, the everything that the traditional pinning ceremony has and he did like a mini one at home. It was cute. So I got to experience it a little bit, which is nice, but I did come to terms with it because at the end of the day, you know, my family's healthy. I'm healthy. I'm still a nurse. You know, I still got through it. So yeah, it was a bummer for sure. But I try to look like, you know, on the brighter side of things is like, I'm still here. I'm healthy. I'm not sick. And you know, there's sick people around us. And so I'm still super grateful. I mean, super grateful for the experience and everything. So it's, it's okay. It's, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that that's a great way to look at it too. And how sweet how sweet is your husband? That's amazing. I know he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> I'd say. <laughs> um, well, that's that's amazing, and I think um, it's. I know it's been a really hard, difficult thing for people, and I'm glad your family is healthy and you're healthy. And how, has it been pretty crazy in Florida? What is it like right now with COVID? Uh, so in the beginning, it was very crazy, obviously, because it was so unknown. And it's still really unknown. Uh, we don't know too much about COVID. Um, but we came off of quarantine pretty quickly in Florida, uh, because our cases weren't so bad. And everything started opening back up. We're already well through uh, phase two of reopening. And now the numbers are looking pretty crazy. Um, As far as me and my family, I've made uh, the decision to continue to try to stay home as much as possible. I mean, obviously we go through uh, to our little, you know, grocery store trips and things like that, but you know, the necessary. And we still, we, we, I have allowed to start seeing like family and stuff. 
but as far as like going to restaurants or going out, I'm still being super cautious because the numbers are actually on the rise here. So it looks like we're getting our second wave. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's the same in Los Angeles. I think yeah. um, we're starting to see a second wave too. Uh, I think with the protests and other things and just being able exactly. to get tested more and, and whatever the reasons for those numbers, but we're definitely seeing spikes too. And we're in the same situation with yeah. the phase two, the reopening um, of everything. So yeah, it's a little scary to see what happens. Um, but I think it's great to be smart and to, you know, everybody for them to wear their masks and exactly. you know, agree hundred percent. Yeah. And still quarantine and, and stay safe. Cause it's, COVID-19 hasn't changed. It's still out exactly. there. And yeah. So that's okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit, like, where did you grow up and did you always know that you wanted to get into healthcare? Like, oh my gosh, no, <laughs> uh, I actually grew up in Florida. So I'm a born and raised Floridian local girl. Um, I've moved maybe 30 minutes away from my child home, childhood home, but never too far. Um, it doesn't look like we'll be moving anytime soon too. We have like good roots here. Our whole family's here, you know, so um, I'm pretty local. I'm very familiar with the area. I know pretty much everything around here. Um, but as far as healthcare was actually the very last thing on my list of things to do. Um, I knew that I always wanted to help people, but I grew up in a family of bartenders. My, uh, you know, hospitality was kind of like our thing, literally my entire family. Uh, my dad and my mom were bar owners my entire life. Uh, so naturally when I was 18 and old enough to work, I went straight into hospitality and I did that for about probably six or seven years. Um, you know, my parents never went to college, so it was never really like enforced in the, in the family to like me, for me to go. They were to totally fine with me taking the hospitality route. And then when I had my daughter, um, I had such a wonderful experience with my nurses and the staff and, you know, being that I was a healthy individual, I had never really been exposed to healthcare at all besides like maybe checkups here and there. So when I really saw like what healthcare really was and like how it had the potential to make people feel, I instantly felt like drawn to it. And I didn't even know where to start. <laughs> I had no, no knowledge of where to start. So I, you know, started doing some research and my husband and I sat down and we talked about it and he really believed that um, it was a smart choice for me and he saw a future for me in there. And the fact that he believed in me, I kind of just, you know, called my local college and it was a community college. And I was like, what are my first steps? And I mean, I guess the rest is history after that. And then as soon as I started the program, because you have to do like prerequisites and stuff first, I was still really nervous because I had no idea if I was going to like it. And I just felt right at home. I fell completely in love with the nursing profession. And I realized that like, I finally found what I was looking for for so long. Um, and I never turned back. I've had two jobs in healthcare since and I mean, I love it more every time I step foot in the hospital. So I can't see myself doing anything else at this point. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you found where you were meant to belong. Yes, exactly. So do, what advice do you have for um, students who want to get into healthcare? Do you have any advice on, uh, on what that looks like and, um, and how to kind of get through all of it? 
Yes, so much advice. <laughs> but realistically, at the end of the day, it's just to start because, um, you know, if you listen to what other people have to say, I mean, nursing is tough. There's no sugarcoating it. You know, nursing school is not easy, but it's so doable. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you love it and you have a passion for it, you're, you, you know, you can get through it. I mean, I did it with two kids and I did 80% of my nursing program pregnant, like in clinicals, 12 hours on my feet because I wanted it that bad, you know? Um, and I think that so much stigma is around nursing school and how difficult it is and how you have to be this genius to get through it. And it's not the case. You just have to start. And I think that starting is the hardest part. And unfortunately in nursing school, you're not going to pass everything with flying colors. I mean, I had setbacks. I failed a whole class in nursing school, but I'm still a registered nurse now. So I think it's just having the perseverance to just get up and do it and just understand that even if you fall, like it's not the end of the world and, you know, see students still become incredible nurses. So, I mean, you know, I think just getting up and doing it is the number one thing because I think that there's so much fear behind that. And once you do it, you realize that, you know, in 18 months, you're a nurse, like you're there. And then you look back and you feel so like crazy for even being scared, you know? And, um, and that's coming from someone with zero healthcare background. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I took a huge leap of faith and, you know, I still got through it. So I think just, like I said, starting <laughs> is I the biggest advice. Hiring. Yeah. And I think like, it doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It matters how many times you get back up. You fall down sometimes, get up eight. Because exactly. I think anything worth doing, you know, you're going to have, it's not going to always be easy. You know, you're going to struggle. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to fail, but that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And that's what makes you better. And at the end of the day, if you really want something, as long as you persevere and are determined, you will get through it and you yes. can see the other side. So true. A hundred percent. So, um, what is, as, as your jobs now that you said you've had two jobs, um, in healthcare, um, can you tell us a little bit about what those jobs are? And also, um, if you have any like advice on like what you would like to see improved in, in the jobs that you've had, any, um, any kind of things that you feel like in healthcare you need that you don't really get? So I started off, um, I think my second semester of nursing school, um, wanting to just get more knowledge because in nursing school, you have about like a 12 hour clinical once a week. And I just, you know, wanted to be better. So I decided to get a job as a patient care technician. So basically what that entails is, um, uh, at least at my job, we involve phlebotomy. So I did like the lab work for the patients. Um, and then you work very closely with the nurses as well. You do, you know, the activities of daily living for the patients. So that includes like morning care, bed baths, uh, changing the patients, um, repositioning the patients, checking vital signs, uh, things along those lines. So basically we are the nurse's right hand. Um, and in that you get, you know, really great experience, especially if nursing is something that you want to, uh, get into because it just teaches you organizational skills and, you know, how to, uh, go through 12 hour shifts and get ready for things like that. And then also see, you know, the nurses work closely and see what nursing really does entail. So, and then my second job well, um, I actually moved up the ladder a little bit and became a nurse extern. 
So basically what that is, is you have a lot more um, clinical leeway. So I was able to do more procedural stuff as long as I was under the supervision of a registered nurse. So um, that's basically just the step below uh, RN, registered nurse. So um, I think that, and then also I started that nurse extern position in December and January is kind of when we started seeing this whole COVID stuff happen. So I was able to like experience that and kind of see uh, how, you know, a hospital would react to a situation like that. And I just think that, I mean, it's hard to prepare for something like that. And I do think that maybe um, we were, I think as a nation, completely underprepared for it. So equipment, um, the way the staffing was handled, um, just the unknown of the situation and constantly, I mean, every shift something was changing. So I think that what needs to happen is maybe more efficient planning now that we've gone through something like this. Um, not saying that the reaction was bad because again, you can't really prepare for something like this, but I think that hopefully we can learn um, from what's going on. And then uh, from then, you know, capitalize on that and kind of come up with better preparation to keep, you know, our staff and our patients you know, safer and be more well organized and well prepared for something like this. Because if it's happened once, I mean, there's potential that it could happen again. So. Absolutely. And I think we're all not going to be safe until we come up with a vaccine. And then even then, you know, things can happen. It can mutate, things can change. So exactly. I think preparation is, is always best. And I think protecting healthcare workers and um, making sure that you guys have what you need to save us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to help you help us. Um, so I think, you know, also just having that, um, having that support from people actually listening and taking it seriously and, and, um, you know, and social distancing and quarantining and making sure that, you know, you guys have the proper medical equipment that you need to do your jobs. Yes, uh, definitely. And, and that you, you are not indisposable. You guys are really important and um, you guys should be treated with the utmost respect and protection because you guys are literally the, you're the only thing keeping us from, from that. So we commend you and, and, and appreciate so much that you, what you do and that you wanna care for people who can't care for themselves. I think it's such a beautiful, beautiful profession and um takes a, a person with a really amazing heart so i'm a privilege, privilege to be able to be there for people in moments like that it is yeah you're in you're there for the most intimate um parts of people's lives also when they probably feel the most alone or most desperate or mo most embarrassed you know um because bodily things and you know just yeah. to be very very vulnerable with you um it's, it's definitely scary from like a patient perspective, but it's people like you who make that, you know, so much easier and make families and loved ones feel comforted by, um, you know, the care that you give and the love that you show up with every day. So I think that that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, aside from from nursing and healthcare, what what else are you like passionate about? Like, what is what drives you? Um, so, health and fitness has always been um, number one, pretty much until nursing came into play. Uh, my husband and I actually met at a bodybuilding show. I used to compete in bodybuilding, um, and then I also used to coach. Um, 
a fitness team as well. Um, so I mean, nutrition and health kind of help all the way around. If you really want to look at it with nursing, you know, it, it's just always been a passion of mine. Um, I've played sports my entire life. I've always been a very active person. And then once that kind of fell off after high school, um, you know, I found it in bodybuilding and nutrition and fitness training and all those things. Um, so health kind of all the way around is huge for me and it's huge for my family as well. Um, so we practice that in, in our home and I try to emit that, you know, cause I feel like that's a really important, um, aspect of nursing as well, you know, kind of like practice what you preach, you know, I can't tell people to do all these healthy things. And then I myself, uh, not be practicing those things as well. So that is a huge passion of mine. Um, it's kind of like my mental release, my therapeutic uh, thing that I do. So for those that don't know that about me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it is a thing still of like healthcare. So it feels like you were just really meant to kind of get into this field. Um, and yeah, I think health health is so important. It's so important for people to get enough rest, drink their water, you know, simple things that we know and we right. don't know it, but we just need that sometimes that extra little push to be reminded, like, did I drink enough water today? Did I get enough sleep today? You know, um, so much to think about on a daily basis. <laughs> what are those? Yeah. <laughs> Especially sleep as a nursing student and as a mom of two, I mean, sleep is just not the easiest thing to come by. <laughs> Yeah, and also the challenges of like different shifts, right? Like right. You, you, you could go from working a night shift to like a day shift. So is, is that kind of, does that happen? Or are you like, it, so, does it where you're like night and then you're on night all the time? Or I'm actually kind of nervous about that because I've heard that a lot of new grad positions actually start you off at night. Um, it's kind of like a pay your dues type of thing, mm -hmm. um, which I'm okay with, but it is going to be a huge transition because I've always been a day shifter, you know, especially, you know, with the kids and everything, but now they're a little bit older, they go to school. So it might be a little bit easier to manage, but it is a very big possibility that I'll be transitioning into night shifts. And then while you're doing that, um, as long as it's within your, you know, your scope of practice and your specialty, you could always pick up day shifts. And I know a lot of nurses that like do that if, you know, they want some overtime or if there's a nurse needed for the day shift and they're short, a night nurse will go to day shift. So yeah, it's definitely something, um, it's the great part about the flexibility, you know, for the job of nursing is you can go day, you could go night, weekends, you know, whatever you need. But um yeah, I'm actually a little nervous to be, you know, up all night. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Well, it's definitely like gonna be a mom too. You're going to be just fine, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think it's going to be an adjustment, but you've proved that you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah, and definitely. we're so excited to watch your journey and see um, and support you from, from afar and, um, and watch your journey as you get dive more into this. I think it's, it's just beautiful to watch. And I'm really excited for all of the wonderful things you're going to do. Oh, and I'm so grateful for all your support, endless support, even as a student, uh, MDF has literally always been my first choice. So being able to collaborate and connect with you is, is just, it's a blessing. So I appreciate it so much. We appreciate you as well. So the feeling is mutual. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> Stacey, it was so nice chatting with you. Um, thank you so much for taking the time today to talk with us and inspire and motivate people and answer some questions. Um, it's been really a pleasure to, to have a conversation. Oh, it's been a pleasure for me too. Thank you so much for having me.